Peace. Welcome to another episode of Sex on Shuffle. I am your host, Cindy Lee Alves, pronouns they, she, or your succulents. Welcome. It's been a minute. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your patience. For those of you who this is the first time that you're listening, I took an intentional break in December. So the last time that you've heard from me in the podcast world was right at the end of November. And 2021 came (laughs) and is in rare form. I got right back into it in January as far as my offerings and my speaking engagements and really how does one get right back into whatever this is. So basically it's still a process because what does it mean in a pandemic? What does it mean in revolutionary movement work? What does it mean amongst trash-ass white supremacist terrorism and violence, you know, reeking of privilege. But yeah, it's been almost a year since I've been in the house. I was working from home pre-COVID anyway, but I had more opportunities to travel and to connect with my community and, you know, get some gigs out in other places and connect with folks that I would not be able to connect with where I'm at right now. But now I get to do it a little bit more virtually. And that's, you know, that's always a good thing. Uh, This time last year, actually, I was just leaving a podcast conference in Orlando. And I also went to go see a homie of mine, a high school homie, damn near family. And, you know, just sitting and reflecting on the fact that I didn't realize that that was going to be the last time that I traveled in a long time. So, but we're here. And this year, it's funny because the past two weeks, that same conference has been running virtual summits. And I was able to catch some of that. And that was cool. Uh, Shout out to PodFest. But I'm also trying to balance my screen time. So with that being said, I figured a good starter, a good way to connect with you as I'm coming back is to talk about some ways that we can care for ourselves, talk about what things have been helpful for me during this panorama, pan, you know, pandemic, pan Panera, whatever we're calling it now. And that's not to downplay the shit that's been going down. But for a lot of us, we use humor to cope. And thanks to the interwebs and having it, you know, plentifully. But I'm going to give five cents on what has worked in my experience thus far. With the caveat that this shit is still a process. It's still a waxing and a waning. And it really comes down to what it means to follow your flow and be connected to your body in the ways that it needs connection, it needs nourishment, it needs movement, whatever it is that is working for you and following these waves and going and not going against the waves so we don't get 
crashed and you know taken over consumed so i said let me talk a little bit about some of the things that i've used take what works for you leave the rest if this is shit that you've heard before take this as a, a message right a reminder uh to Think about what it looks like to incorporate some of this stuff if you haven't or remind yourself to really prioritize what it means to feel good amongst fuck shit. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is screen time. However that means for you. For me, I was on, I still am. I'm on my phone a lot. I'm on the computer a lot. That is, there's a give and take to that. I enjoy doing the work that I do, being able to do it virtually. I enjoy getting my joy off of some of the things that I'm reading and seeing on the internet. Also, that's where some of us can connect with community and with organizing. So I get it. I get the need to be on it, but we don't have to be, you know, with our screens all the time. There. I feel, at least for me in my experience, I've noticed the difference of even being in another room without screens, not being, you know, not waking up and going straight to my phone unless it's, you know, I catch myself and I'll be like, all right, I'm going on my phone, but let me read. Let me do something that's pleasurable without already just waking up and trying to be on whatever on means and be producing. So... Some tips that I've been doing, I've been deleting apps or at least setting some timers. I have an iPhone, so I use uh, the screen time, the do not disturb functions that are available for me. I'm sure there's something like that on Android. There are a couple of apps that exist that help with this, but I also feel like you can just manage it in different ways, either with some accountability partners or just holding yourself accountable. Like what was helpful for me is I turned my phone off at night. So in the morning, I don't grab it and try to turn it on as quickly as I would if it was on already. And that way, I just leave it off until it's time for me to check it for whatever reason. I'm home. I got what I need. Sometimes we tell ourselves stories like something is about to go down. If that's applicable to you, you know what you you know what works for you. In terms of like social media for folks who are on the interwebs in that capacity, you know, Take this opportunity to refresh and curate your newsfeed. Make sure that the shit that's coming up is shit that feels good for you or, or things that you know you want to see. And it doesn't make you feel like shit. It doesn't have you in a comparison spiral of self-doubt or whatever. I'm giving examples, low-key projecting of things that have happened to me in the past, right? Mute, block, and unfriend come in clutch. Remember and acknowledge that those are tools in your toolkit. Uh, the next thing that I use for self-care, as you know, I love me some music. I have playlists. I've been sharing playlists with one another, <laughs> with my community, with the people that I love. We've been like swapping playlists. Uh, I can share a couple of playlists in my pod notes, but think about what would feel good. I have things that I listen to when I'm trying to focus. Like for me, I can jam to things either that I know of, that I've heard of before, or music that doesn't have lyrics when it comes to focusing. 
yet I still make breaks for shit that feels good, music that feels good, music that I can incorporate joyful movement to, just to uh, bring some variety in my day. So I encourage you, if you don't like to share playlists or if you don't like to dig into other folks' playlists, create your own, right? This is the mixtape of 2021. What would feel good? What's a playlist that makes you feel in your body? What's a playlist that you could jam out to? Uh, you know, old school jams. I would say you can try your best with these apps. I've been trying to look at some of the playlists that Spotify make, for example, and sometimes they have good music, but sometimes I spend a lot of the time critiquing. <laughs> like, no, that doesn't necessarily fall around 90s r and I disagree or whatever. So do what keeps you focused and focuses your thing or do what brings you pleasure and joy if that's the movement that we're talking about in terms of playlists. The next thing that I think has been useful for me and some of the folks that are near and dear to me is a journaling. If you are into writing, journaling is cool. If you're into just speaking and getting something out, getting that energy out of your body, I also encourage voice notes. I am a fan of voice notes. I am a fan of recording things to get it out. I also am a fan of writing. So I was doing a lot of morning pages. There's a book. It's I think it's available on PDF if you search it called The Artist's Way. I can put a, a link in the pod notes. I've got to keep it 100. I really haven't read the entire book, but I know of the morning pages because a lot of my homies do it. And that's basically... This ritual where, you know, as soon as you wake up, dedicate yourself to writing three pages of anything. It kind of gets your creative juices going. It gets your energy flowing. It gets shit out of your head and, you know, out of your body that may or may not be helpful. Also, it's archives. What would it look like to read your journals 10 years from now? Hopefully, (laughs) with half of the fuck shit being, you know, lessened, but who knows? And being able to see like, oh, that's what happened. That's how I felt. And no shade for some of us who are creative. This might be an inspiration for some of us who are content creators. You might get some good nuggets and gems from those early morning writings that you want to, you know, send as a message to your followers, your community. Another thing is, this might be a a note to self, but I'm going to say it anyway, is connect. Whatever that sounds like, whatever that works, whatever, however that means to you. Think, you know, if you're thinking about someone, let them know. And I'm not talking about that trash ass ex that you have released in peace, right? I'm not talking about those kind of things. I'm talking about Sometimes we get in our head, especially with everything that's going on, like, oh, I'm not a good friend or I didn't reach out to this person this whole time. They're never going to want to speak to me or I I don't know what to say. I don't know how to begin a conversation for the people that give a fuck about you and care about you. They're just going to want to hear from you and vice versa. You're going to hear from folks. You know, this is not quote unquote business as usual. I know for me, I I realized throughout this year that I don't connect with folks as much as I did before. I think subconsciously or consciously, I would see them on social media because I was on social media so much that I'll be like, oh my God, that's dope. I can catch up with them by looking at their newsfeed. 
but that isn't necessarily the same as reaching out to them. Showing you're grateful or you appreciate them or checking in on them, seeing how they're doing. Let this be the reminder. Hit your friends up. Hit the people that you love up. Um, to your comfort. Because I know sometimes a lot of us, it takes a lot of energy to connect with folks too. I'm a texter and I didn't realize that for some folks, um, they prefer phone unless they've communicated that to me. Uh, I'm just realizing how some things that are normalized when you, you stay isolated that you don't realize that it can be varied, right? You know that cognitively, but to actually see it in practice is really interesting. Hit your friends up. Connect with one another. Hit your colleagues up. I'm very sure there's folks, if we're talking about folks who are, you know, still trying to get their business, still making their runs around in terms of their professional circles. This is a perfect time to check in on folks, see if there's future collaborations in store, you know, and check in with intention, right? We're not trying to um, be misleading or take advantage of folks. I, I need to say that out loud to be sure. And lastly, as always, we need to Find an opportunity, prioritize pleasure, whatever that means. So I think a lot about touch, especially now. I think about folks who have been living alone or far from their partner or far from some of their partners and that there's this longing and there's a lot of stipulations now in order for you to leave the house if you give a fuck, right? <laughs> you're, you're wearing masks and not traveling or traveling and being mindful. However, whatever it is you're doing, hopefully you're wearing masks, taking care of yourself and being conscious of other people that still have to be out out um, working and being in this world. But <laughs> think about touch. Think about um, what would give you pleasure in terms of your five sentence. Uh, you deserve the touch that you need, right? With consent and with the understanding that you don't, need another person in order for you to get your touch met. Uh, I'm not saying that this is a substitution or I'm not, you know, I want to honor people that miss the touch from particular people in their lives. I get that. Uh, shit, I was about to start uh, thinking about getting into cuddling myself when this first happened. And now I have to like revisit that and think about what that looks like post COVID-19. Uh, but think about what touch are you longing for? I know I have the privilege to live with my partner and we have access to touch in terms of our relationship, but I still also long for touch even when my partner isn't down, right? So I, you know, take more intentional showers, take baths, really get into my body. If you need a hug and you don't got nobody to hug, I don't think it's corny for you to hug yourself. I think it's beautiful to honor your vessel and give yourself what you need, right? I am one for uh, promoting and advocating for a long, luxurious ass lotioning process, right? Whether it's oils, butters, however you do to not be ashy and also to, you know, low key give yourself some body worship, rub on, touch on the places that you need some of that love. How do you bring on deliciousness in your life? whether you're partnered or not. And of course, that also means if masturbation is your thing, if that's something that brings you joy or brings you ease or 
gives you some form of release or catharsis. I encourage and invite you to take the time to masturbate, pleasure yourself however you need to, set the tone, set the mood, get a playlist for that, whatever. I want you to be great, basically. And I know I, I said five already, but I want to give this bonus that goes across all of this. I say it time and time again, but I feel like it always bears repeating. It's to give yourself grace. You know? uh, there's a lot of going on collectively. There's a lot, I'm sure, that's happening individually and within our like systems and communities. Uh, you are doing the best you can. And it's okay if you're not, quote unquote, producing as much as you'd like. Um, I want to honor that you are valuable regardless. Your value is not attached to what you can produce or what care you can provide or what emotional labor you gave out today. Uh, I hope you have, you know, you don't have any employment insecurities or housing insecurities. I hope you have management or I hope you are management that understands that we can't just front like everything's okay. We can't be micromanaging folks during this. You know, we're working from home, but that doesn't mean that we are trapped at work. What does it look like to set boundaries or to give space for folks, you know, like your staff or shit your students to be able to have boundaries and to take care of themselves because we don't know what's going on. But this is just a reminder that we never do. We, you know, change is constant. We know that. And still, this can impact us in a variety of ways and we need to honor that and take care of ourselves the best way that we can. But yeah, let me know what resonated for you. Let me know how you will take care of yourself, how you've been taking care of yourself in this past year, what you have planned on for this month, for this year. What are you looking forward to? I know I'm looking forward to offering more episodes, offering more courses to the public. I recently just put some of my available recordings on my website for purchase for some of the trainings that I've done this past year. So I really want to connect with you and let me know. Reach out to me. You can hit me up on the interwebs at, at Cindy Lee Alves. You can reach out to me at Sex on Shuffle. Email me at sexonshuffle at gmail. And, you know, let's live our best lives and stay ready so we never have to get ready. I hope you're having the day that you need. Thank you for listening.